audience with how we heal. And we've been on an interesting journey this season. I've been so delighted to be able to share with you all about gemotherapy, my love, and to hear Megan, your Asian medicine spin on it, and Cameron, your um, curiosity that you're bringing to um, our conversation. Thank you both for joining me today. It's wonderful to be here. Great to be here. And I'm so excited to share with you two extracts today that will complete our group of six. And if you remember, we began this journey looking at extracts that help us reconnect in a pleasing way with sensory information. I know when we are dysregulated that um, we often lose our connection with our senses or we find sensory information to be overwhelming. And whether you are in either state, these are extracts that you would want to be looking to, to um, test on your system and see what the responses are. Um, we've talked already about silver lime and white willow. We've talked about hops and oats. And today I want to present you with walnut and dog rose. And these two are a little different in um, their action than the other four. The other four were harmonizers for both the central and the autonomic nervous system. These two only respond to the central nervous system harmonizing that action. Um, before I get going and dive into Gemma world, Megan, any thoughts from you? Uh, well, it's great to be here. I always love joining with you and I'm looking forward to discussing these two extracts. They have both been instrumental in my own healing and they're both extracts that I use frequently in multiple different contexts. Um, they have proven effective for a wide variety of support. Um, so yeah, the dog rose and walnut are certainly in my top 10. Great. Thanks, Megan. And Cameron, you know, I'm going to dive in quickly here. So is there any pause you want me to push and explain before I get into these extracts? I am totally curious and already am racing to the end. It's like, I want to know more how I can continue because I represent the, the much more less learned group. Um, and I'm envisioning that invitation to how we can play with these mm -hmm. and that I have a little, and you probably will shoot Cameron for her creative moments, but um, you know, if we have like a little test kit of those basic six and a, and, a, and a little instructions for the novice of how we could begin to approach those of us that are, are new to Gemos really experientially, because I had the privilege of you as my seeing eye dog when I first became curious, but you know, I am very enthusiastically here today. So thank you. Yeah. Well, those six are a great place to start and extremely safe and just reminding you that we're microdosing here. So we are just taking one drop at a time. We're taking it first thing in the morning 
and checking in with our system. When I teach the classes, I often say, you know, we need about three to five days to feel into the extract. If you are very connected with what's going on in your body, you will feel something on day one. Um, and then uh, as they layer into your system, over the course of three to five days, you, you can get the whole flavor of the extract. And if at any point this is not pleasing to your nervous system, then this isn't the right extract for you in that moment. So let me introduce you to Walnut. Walnut has become um, a real rock star among my um, students and we used walnut for many years um, only for what it had to offer our digestive system and the mucosal membranes of um, digestive urinary and even vaginal tract it has some really amazing capabilities in harmonizing these um, mucosal membranes in order to prevent um, overgrowth of bacteria and um, protect from viruses and, and any pathogens. This is very interesting to know when we think about walnut on the nervous system level of this essence of protection that it offers. And so again, in a one drop, addressing the central nervous system. What I'm hearing is, is that walnut makes me feel safe enough to engage with my world. So there are certainly nice cues of safety coming in from it. And um, where um, I hear those that um, respond well to walnut um, what I hear they are feeling prior to taking walnut is this lack of safety in their physical body. Like, I don't feel safe in my physical body. And I certainly feel like I have to protect myself if I go out of my bubble. Does this resonate with you, Megan, and from the Asian medicine lens? Oh, yeah. I, I Exactly. This is exactly my experience of it. So as we talk about dog rose and walnut, the two things that they have in common is from the five element lens, they both uh, have a close relationship with the metal element. And the metal element, think about metal more like rock, how when water's coming through, the crevices in the metal offer a container um, for the water to create a reservoir or to be still, and it gives it sort of context. Um, but Lauren, what you were talking about, about the mucosal linings is a really beautiful analogy to what it does on the energetic level because the mucosal linings are where the body opens to the external world and where stimulus comes in. So our eyes or our mouth or any of those open orifices that are lined with um, the mucosal linings, walnut has a special ability to protect those. And if we think about 
the metal element, the metal element is about containing and protection. So think about our skin, right? And uh, the metal element has a special affinity for the skin and like the opening and closing of the pores. It's our first layer of protection. And so often with the metal element, what we see are, um, it, it has a relationship to boundaries, to our ability to differentiate self from other, um, our ability to have introception and have a sense of ourself and tune in and know who we are and listen to what our body is saying to us, have a sense of ourselves. Walnut though also brings in um, the earth energy. And that is part of what makes walnut so stabilizing and so important when we need a feeling of safety in our physical being. Because if we think about uh, the illustration of the five elements, sometimes you'll see them all in a circle but the original um, drawing of the five elements always had like a compass, earth in the center. And so earth is really our, um, well, we know it has to do with the abdomen and our digestion. So it's the center of our physical being, but it has to do with our ability to digest and our ability to inhabit ourselves. It's stabilizing. So walnut not only helps us differentiate our boundaries and feel safe in our protection of ourselves, but also helps us return to being able to inhabit our physical being and to digest what's coming into the system. Wow. I love the way that lines up. Cameron, what kind of questions come up for you? <laughs> Let me scrape my jaw off the floor <laughs> because I can't imagine why didn't, why isn't every human being given that from the moment they're, they're born? Because I don't know about you all, but I just turned 63 and that's like the element of my lifetime struggle. <laughs> and I have been hosting since January, a, a cranky cervical spine issue. And it's so much about having been in an active struggle with feeling safe through my body. And I'm just like, uh, so yes, delighted to have both of your views about how, uh, you know, and I've been sharing with people my rudimentary knowledge of the Maris stem cell is, is, is such a beautiful communicator through our systems to naturally remind us what the capacity is and, and to support that immunity. And it's very exciting for me. You know, what I love about walnut from the gemotherapeutic lens is, and this is true for the way all gemotherapy extracts work, but they don't work against anything. That's what I find so beautiful. They instead create an environment that um, is um, healthy and thriving so that pathogens don't have any place to hang out. And what a great idea for how we operate in the world that we don't go out there feeling like we have to fight against something, but that we feel safe enough that and our, we create an environment for others also of safety. 
So when we're looking for an extract to turn to when we need support, feeling better able or more comfortable or safe to inhabit ourselves. Mm. That's when I think of walnut. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Well, let's talk about dog rose. Um, because as you said, Megan, there's some similarities and there there's also some differences, right? I mean, all we have to do is look at the two plants and they're they're vastly different in how they grow and we've got walnut tree that likes to be alone and doesn't share its soil and then there's there's dog rose that's just all over everything that it grows by and um and i know that in in particularly because that was one of the buds i was able to pick for gemotherapy when i was in france last time and you know you're crawling among hawthorn and blackthorn and all these nice thorny shrubs to be able to access these new dog rose bugs who who literally like um grow across and use all the others for support very interesting thing that it does um so what i've found with um, the individual that would benefit from dog rose is that um, they have a fragility about them and they um, can keep it all together for the moment but one thing can cause them to crumble and i love the um image of the dog rose itself that beautiful pale pink flower and each of these petals coming out that you don't dare pick because it disintegrates right it loses its um, um, um unity and so when um i one thing i want to say right here is dog rose is also don't kid yourself very powerful hmm. and so it's often used only for short term in that fragile state because then you're ready to go right you're you've lost that that um that uh, that sensitivity there and so whether that looks like a couple of days or a couple of weeks for you it, there will it, there will be a lifespan to its use for sure. Um, on the physical level, when we're working with dog rose in large doses, it is a, a magnificent defender of the immune system. So I think bringing that picture into what it does on the subtle body into the nervous system is helpful to help you envision all of its capabilities. So from the Asian medicine lens, Megan, how do you see it? Yeah, Lauren, that's so interesting that you were talking about the fragility because um, the difference in the five element lens of dog rose is that like we were talking about before, it, it has a lot of metal energy to it. So it, it is a beautiful protector and creates a safe container. Um, but instead of it having earth energy to complement that, it has water energy to complement that. So the kidney energy. And that is, I think, why um, historically we've used dog rose a lot as a pediatric 
remedy. And we know that dog rose um, supports the bones and the production of osteoblasts um, in growing kids. So think about that in relationship to the fragility that one of the things that dog rose does is that it shores up the deepest part of us, which is our skeletal system and our actual uh, bone, our actual structure, the actual marrow of our being, um, which is relevant, not just when we're growing throughout childhood, but as we're always evolving. Sure. Um, so, but when we're talking about the water element and we think about the rock again, think about water that's uncontained. It just sort of seeps out and it lacks, it lacks structure and it lacks a cohesiveness. And so what lung element offers in the dog rose is that it helps us, water has a natural ability to settle. It helps us settle our mind and our spirit, but in a way that we can contain it and have a sense of it because water is our drive and our innate um, power, but without a container, it just sort of lacks form and we feel sort of fragile and all over the place. And so we need to be able to settle and we need to be able to contain and have that safe boundary for ourselves so that we can come back into our own wisdom so that we can dip back into our own drive. In fact, you know, one of the things about the settling nature of dog rose is that for some people it really helps them sleep. I mean, it's not something we talk about with sleep very often, but it has been known for some people because it helps to settle. Um, it, it has been known for some people to help them sleep and I'm not, suggesting that we use it as a sleep extract, but it does help the mind and the spirit to anchor by creating a safe sort of container for itself so that it can firm up. Um, you know, Megan, you, you touched on something I think is worth mentioning though, that settling isn't always a cue of safety. For no, it's not. And that's why the lung energy have to, has to offer the container. Yeah. Because if we gave an extract that helped the body to settle without the boundary offered by the container, then um, it might not feel safe. It might feel like a dip down without context. Yeah. So when we're feeling, so imagine how fragile and delicate rainwater is and how it just kind of runs over everything but it doesn't actually have a sense of itself and it can't become its reservoir without the boundaries of that metal, uh, metal element to support it. Yeah. So when you're looking to shore up like the inner firmness of your being, that's something that dog rose can, can help you with. Nice. Cameron, what are you thinking about dog rose? I'm loving them both and, and really appreciating the ways you talk about the, the differences and, you know, having just introduced myself as, as someone struggling with a, you know, cervical spine. I mean, why, why would we not take both? Why, how, how do we play with these things? I think, and I, I'm one of those people who speaks many languages just because I'm always looking to have roadmaps to share with people. And 
Um, I know enough about astrology to be immensely curious, but I know that elementally my chart, I am all fire and I am all air. My chart, my, my very being lacks fundamentally a, a, a lot of water. And, and as someone once said, what's it like living in this planet with almost no earth? And, and, and looking when we try to harmonize with the central nervous system, all the different reflections. So I'm loving this introduction. And um, would, I'm curious just how to, again, Cameron's gonna be a stuck record, how, how to begin to play with them. What are the relationships between the two or, or are they quite different? Yeah, well, Cameron, you know, each extract has its characteristic, but it's really about your system, the system that it meets. And I think one of the things that we have um, brought forward so um, insistently through all of our podcasts is it's about meeting the body where it is. Mm -hmm. So your system and my system will always respond differently to dog rose or walnut or any of the extracts. So um, I think we have to, here's a good analogy. You know, when we're cooking, um, we have this whole cabinet of spices and they all have different characteristics, but it depends what we're cooking, <laughs> what would taste good and work with that. And I can't know what's in the cooking pot and you can't know, but only the person knows, right? Mm -hmm. And so I think um, this awareness that we're trying to invite everyone to and um, acknowledging where you are with your um, relationship with sensory input is very important. And um, as I have said a, a few times, and I want to make sure we say this, is trying one just like you wouldn't put five spices in the pot that you're not familiar with you yeah. would try one taste it hmm, yeah. how is that do i need more or less megan you look like we have a great guest here today oh. <laughs> did we get to meet <laughs> oh. i love it when we have surprise guests <laughs> that's griffy great great but, but we're gonna try it one at a time. And and so I think the other question, like, you know, why wouldn't we take all the, any of these, or why wouldn't this be good for everyone? It's depending on what's cooking at the moment with our nervous system, right? Yeah, I think that the spices is actually a beautiful answer to that question, you know, because you put one spice in and then you taste it. And, and I think that part of the reason though, I, I encourage everybody listening, um, it's okay if you're not feeling exactly clear about which one of these to try and, but you do want to try one. It's okay to just pick one of them and take a drop and do that for, you know, maybe three or four days at just one drop, and then maybe take a few day pause and just observe yourself and then try the other one. Um, the reason why, um, well, I'm a bit of a purist and I like to do things sort of simply and methodically, but, um, the reason why I uh, choose fewer needles or choose fewer extracts if we're talking about gemotherapy is because we want to keep the X variables as low as possible so that when 
so that we start to form a more intimate relationship with them. That is the goal, is to start to form an intimate relationship with the extract so that you know in your individual being what those extracts do to support you and nourish you. And so next time you need support, you have a better sense of which one will support you because those feelings become reminiscent. You know, last time I felt like this, dog rose really just softened things up and, and brought me down. And, and all of a sudden I just had a better, a more, more calm sense of my own being. I felt more contained and more okay. Or, um, you know, I'm feeling really touch and go and fragile today. And last time I felt like that, one drop of dog rose was all I needed. Um, so you'll, you'll start to have your own individual relationship with them. And that's what I really help. That's what I've developed in myself. And I encourage my clients um, to do is to experiment gently and to observe and to develop to develop a deep friendship with the extracts. Um, and eventually you might start to experiment taking two at a time. Um, but at the beginning, um, one is, is a beautiful place to start and note what's happening. And it's safe to take one arbitrarily, either uh, walnut or dog rubs and, and just play with it. Thank you both, because Lauren, the analogy of, of spices and your invitation to, to try, it supports that knowledge. We, we're wanting to know more through sensory about what supports us individually. And for me and my system, and for many, many people I work with, that language of, of really being able to use effectively and efficiently our senses is also needing to heal. Mm -hmm. And it, it's a simultaneous project. And I love that. You know, I want to also add that if you feel, if you're listening and you feel like you're lacking clarity on which one to take, um, and you're not quite clear on the messages your body is sending to you about what kind of support might be helpful, then starting with an extract that supports the metal element is probably the perfect first doorway because the metal element helps us um, focus our attention back into ourselves and have um, this reconnection with our introception in a safe way. So it actually helps us get that clarity on what might help us. So if you're feeling um, unsure, maybe turn to a metal element extract first just to get that next piece of clarity. And we will start to compile a list um, through the lens of the five elements as we continue this conversation. Great, great. Ladies, as always, wonderful talking with you today. Um, I'm so happy we've been able to share this group of six extracts for everyone in this season and for the opportunity to share my love um, with all of our listeners. We, as always, invite your questions. Um, you can contact any of us through our email. I'm Lauren at laurenhubelay.com. Cameron, how would you like to be contacted? And I welcome contact Cameron at cameronscott.com. And Megan? 
Yeah, the best way you can um, access email or appointments or Instagram or all the different ways that you can access me all can be done through my website, which is acculent.com. Ladies, thank you so much.